Can online education actually change your life? Is there a new frontier for the internet? Coming in loud and clear from Dan the Man himself, episode nine, happy to have you. This is Peter. I'm Fish Fry Dan. Oh my goodness, it's always something new every week, but we're excited, it's a special episode. Let's see what's rocking in the world of business. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for joining us. Episode nine, an exciting one for us. We're almost at the big double digits of 10 when you count our bonus episodes. We kind of already have 10 episodes, but we're, we're just going to kind of call it what it is. Dan, what is shaking in your world? So I actually found a pretty interesting article regarding the next frontier of the internet. I'm going to stop you for proposed. one second. What? I'm going to stop you for one second. And I just want to remind you of something. That's total BS, but we're going to acknowledge it. The past two weeks, I've done Instagram polls, and the past two weeks, people have agreed that Discord was more interesting and that they like working on small teams as opposed to being lone wolves. So, Dan, congratulations. Uh, wow, I'm killing it. You're, you're killing it. I, uh, I think I learned something about our audience when I put that post out. And Like, listen, I agree. Discord, I have been uh, fundamentally surprised um, with with Discord and what they've done, and it's it's pretty killer stuff. But anyway, man, what do you have this week? I'm really interested to see. Maybe you'll win again. So it's pretty interesting what I discovered here regarding what people are and investors are basically detailing to be the next frontier of the internet, and they are really looking to start investing into Africa. So different mm-hmm. countries within Africa, and this is something that I've actually been kind of uh, you know kind of thinking to myself. How come people just don't look to Africa to start building up their infrastructure specifically with the internet and uh, specifically with online services? And as you can imagine, a big issue with that is because uh, in sub-Saharan Africa, they do lack a lot of resources and a lot of things that we take for granted every single day. You know, they don't have a whole lot out there. And even in countries that are even more, a little bit more developed in the rural areas in of Africa, uh, they even have crumbling infrastructure. So as you can imagine, it's very hard to bring certain advances in technology there. So actually what I discovered was that um, companies in China, a lot of, such as Huawei and China Telecom, are actually looking to, uh, have actually been working on bettering the infrastructure in Africa. And it's actually been uh, kind of a, a warning sign to the Western countries, I would actually say, especially the U.S. So here, China is basically building up Africa, and if they're going to be getting them on their side, then that could, you know, basically mean big trouble for us. So there's currently, believe it or not, more individuals in Africa with mobile phones than there are with access to electricity. So there's about two fifths of the population there actually reported to own mobile phones. But meanwhile, less than half um, of the population has uh, access to electricity. So, you know, with so many people there that cannot even like power their house, uh, but they might own a mobile phone, which I have no idea how that must work. Uh, But I'm pretty sure that, you know, what they're kind of going over here, uh, what they're basically describing here is uh, maybe 
um, cities in Africa that basically have frequent power outages that have a lot of these problems that it makes it very difficult for them to continuously power the homes of uh, the residents there. And basically what happens is that maybe they do have some electricity, but it is not very reliable. Uh, so, you know, China basically came in here and they basically uh, invested a lot into the infrastructure of Africa so much that they've actually owned about 40% of foreign investment in Africa. And this includes major companies such as Huawei, uh, who moved into the region and they're looking to supply 5G networks to Africa. And there's a lot of concerns with this, especially with Huawei, because if you remember the recent news of um, <clears throat> Huawei in the US, they were actually caught selling data uh, back to the Chinese from, American, uh, from Americans that basically own the products. And of course they were banned, President Trump actually banned them. And, you know, basically uh, they were caught red-handed with spying. Well, the funny thing here is that they've been doing the same thing in Africa. And here, uh, Huawei actually was caught uh, by, actually was called out by whistleblowers of, who were basically uh, working for the company in Africa to build up these uh, cellular, cellular towers. And they basically were caught, um, basically called out Huawei for helping um, African governments uh, basically spy on political opponents. Uh, so as you probably know, Africa can be very corrupt. There's a lot of uh, dictators there. There's a lot of corruption. And uh, pretty much if there was any sort of a person that opposed this in the political, um, in the political um, world there, uh, they were basically called out. Uh, they were basically being spied on by, um, by their political, by their other opponents or like by the government as a whole. Um, and Huawei was basically helping this. So the U.S. Um, overall here, the takeaway is that the U.S. really should look to invest more in Africa. They really should try to compete with China over the territory there. And the way that you have to do this is by investing into the technology to help pull them up out of you know a lot of poverty-stricken countries. Uh, so uh, you know one way that they could do this is. Uh, Africa has a very high demand for renewable energy, and uh, the one actually, uh, actually one big um, industry there is off-grid solar in the African market. So, if the U.S. would be able to, they should actually really look to provide those services within Africa in order to uh, help clean up the you know more polluted regions of the of the continent. Uh, and not just that, but also tech giants such as Facebook, AWS, Amazon Web Services. And uh, as you probably know, uh, the Chinese-owned WeChat and Tencent are looking to bring their platforms into Africa. So to basically influence them technologically, they're looking to bring um, uh, basically their platforms to allow them to uh, connect over the Internet, which is you know being newly established there. So that's basically what I got. Um, I got the article from Forbes and, uh, you know, it definitely was really insightful. A lot of stuff that I personally also felt too. Well, that's, that's interesting. So is there a certain geography in Africa that is getting the investment dollars uh, from, let's say China, for example, is it like Cape Town? Is it South Africa? What, is there one geography that you saw specifically? I didn't necessarily dig that deep um, into okay. the uh, regions specifically, but I do know that South Africa has been more or less developed for quite some time now that it's actually perhaps the most developed region of Africa. Oh, uh, perhaps yeah, for sure. Or, um, 
but perhaps the countries that are kind of more up and coming like Nigeria, I've been hearing a lot of, uh, I've been seeing a lot of great business people coming out of Nigeria. Uh, I think they might be a very big investor uh, or very, they might do a lot of business with Chinese investors. Uh, there's also potentially Uganda. I think Uganda does a lot of, uh, uh, does a lot of um, business with China as well. So they are also another um, another uh, potential pr um, party there, another potential country that's really close with China. So, you know, there's, um, the, the, I think it's like more or less the up and coming uh, African countries that are doing a lot with China right now, because we're basically nowhere uh, besides with charities there. Um, you know, like we don't really have too much business there, but China is actually looking to try to build them up. Uh, you know, like the, the, you know, North African countries, I think those are the ones that are mostly the hardest hit and struggling a lot. I think there uh, you might not find too much, uh, you know, too much going on with China or any other sort of investors, really. Gotcha. Okay, and that makes some sense because, you, like you said, South Africa is already significantly more developed than other parts of the of the continent there, and you know. That's it's interesting. I actually would like to dig a little bit deeper into that myself and see what companies are what what companies what countries are pouring in money and investment, and also I guess what companies are too. So, uh, good insight. That's that's interesting. So, kind of the emerging markets. Um, good good piece, Dan. I've been proud of you recently. I Thank have. You. I've been Thank really you. proud of you. You're not bringing dog shit to the table for for I'm just waiting once. to bring some dog shit. I'm going to bring like an article <laughs> literally on dog shit. <laughs> imagine if it's oh, actually really popular too <laughs> yeah that'll probably still beat me i don't i don't i don't get this but anyway let's dive into what i got dan you've yeah. actually had some experience with this so here's what i found this week i thought it was pretty interesting came out on tuesday uh if you're listening to this it's saturday and you're already rocking the weekend but came out this past tuesday google's giving away a hundred thousand scholarships so that you can learn online in three different key areas, data analytics, project management, and user experience. Now they're doing this through Coursera and a partnership with Coursera. I'll link them in the show notes. Here's the kicker. Now here's what makes this different. There has been a lot of online certifications in the past. Google's even sponsored through Coursera an IT certification. The big kicker on this one is Google's going to treat these online uh, career certificates as the equivalent of a four-year degree. So Google has actually outwardly come out and said, these certificates, data analytics, project management, user experience, three to six months to complete one of these certificates through Coursera, they're going to treat it like a four-year degree. It's taught by Google employees, it's developed solely by Google. They're just using Coursera as the platform. No prior educational or previous work experience requirements, which is probably why you get that three to six month range. Obviously, going into data analytics with no background in SQL, Python, Excel, or even uh, any other platform like R or SPSS, you're, you're going to need a little bit of a ramp up, I'm sure, some extra learning, which is Again, maybe why they have that range. Uh, again, hosted by Coursera, and they're going to be focusing those scholarships on need-based uh, to cover those costs. Uh, you sign up through Coursera to complete the certificate. I don't have the details on when it's going to be available or how much it's going to cost yet. They haven't released it. Uh, but one thing I will say, they've committed these scholarships with a $10 million 
uh, or will be awarding $10 million in grants to YWCA, NPower, JFF, uh, three nonprofits that partner with Google already uh, to provide workforce development. So, uh, and it's specifically for women veterans and underrepresented Americans. Interesting stuff there. Uh, Vice President of Google uh, said they chose the fields of data analytics, project management, and user experience, mainly because these are, you know, if you go a couple episodes back to our post-COVID skills episode, it's almost a foreshadowing of this, not to toot our own horns, but it kind of was. And the reason is high growth, high paying careers. It's the same thing that the Google VP said. Now, why should you know about this as a listener? Of course, you want to know about emerging markets. <laughs> you want to know where companies and countries are investing. But it's also good to know about this at a local domestic level, because at the end of the day, the United States is grappling with a super high, uh, historically high unemployment level. Uh, most recent data from U.S. Labor Department, I'm just going to read this verbatim, 33 million people were collecting unemployment benefits as of June 20th, just a couple of weeks ago. Five times a previous high of 6.6 million during the Great Recession. So a couple of big things happening here. CEO of uh, Coursera says that more than 250,000 people have taken Google's IT certificate, 57% of whom do not have a college degree. Really interesting point there. Most popular uh, course on the platform uh, suggests the new certificates will be uh, just as popular, those three that I mentioned before, especially in light of recent events. They're just, as everybody said, this is unprecedented. Uh, and one of the things that I found while doing the research here is they've seen a dramatic number of people logging in and taking some of these online courses. Dan, have you have you jumped on Coursera at all during this whole pandemic? I jumped on it and I took a look at the courses, but it just seemed like it was just way longer than what I really had like the patience to do. It's stuff that's gonna like literally take you months to really go for. You have to be really dedicated to it. I can understand like maybe if you have some savings or if you have money to fall back on, if you really wanna, if you know that you really wanna do front end web development, if you really want to do uh, data science, then I would say mm. go for it and give it a try. But I'm just very reluctant to do any sort of online course now. And the fact that Google is making this available for anybody, if you really think about it, is actually, believe it or not, it could go around, you can come around, bite everybody in the ass because you're making it more readily available. And they're saying that they have, uh, because I, I know, because I went through this with the, with a boot camp. Uh, they say that there's so many jobs and so many jobs that need to be, um, you know, take it, uh, you know, uh, to be filled. But meanwhile, uh, if you are accepting a large number of people into those courses, it's just going to increase your competition. It's going to make it even more difficult to land a job. And, you know, that's basically what I kind of um, faced when I was in the, uh, when I was in the tech field is that you always hear about how many jobs there are, but then when you actually come out there, um, if you just did a coding, you know, boot camp, or if you just did a three month course or something, there's going to be that kid that, you know, has been doing it since he was nine years old or that guy that, you know, spent four years doing it in college. And honestly, like, regardless of what you say, um, like probably 85% of those people are going to out code you and it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be very difficult to get a job. You're going to have to really struggle for it. Uh, but I mean, honestly, if it's something that will somehow aid you in getting a better career, and if you really know that it will, and if you're hundred percent certain that it will, then I say, go for it. Or if you just want to do it to do it, but, and like, don't really expect too much out of it, then, you know, I say, you know, just, just go for it. If you're just curious too. Well, we could, uh, you know, definitely dive in more to the specifics of it. What I really liked about this whole idea was some of the more macro concepts of, 
really providing a strong platform for online learning, uh, especially during this time. And then two, that idea of substituting a four-year degree with one of these really rigorous comprehensive certificates. Now, how rigorous it is, we'll, we'll find out, I'm sure, when it comes out. Uh, but that idea of being able to replace that with a tangible skill. And here's the thing. There's no gen ed requirements. I'm not wasting two years of my life taking, you know, history of Appalachian something, right? Yeah. Just, just to fill a requirement and nothing wrong with those classes, right? But they make you more well-rounded, well but it's just not real. Like, I just want to get the skill set, take it and apply it. That's one of the biggest complaints of you know, hiring managers of people coming out of school. It's like, what skill set do they have? They can only just all a bunch of theory monkeys, which is why what I've noticed some of the people successful in my circle is, you know, the accounting people, the computer science people, in your case, digital marketing, like real tangible skill sets. That's what I like about these certifications. And I'm thinking if you're a product manager that needs to get more of a data insight, you don't need to go become a data scientist or analyst, but taking the certification just instantly makes you better at your job. If you're a, um, you know, one of the other ones was the UX. If you're maybe a software engineer, you want to learn more about that side, you get certified in it. It just helps you get better at your job. Uh, And then for the sales folks, if you want to take project management, just to learn how to just organize your ideas and your thoughts and your your projects and your pipeline. Maybe it's something that could help you make you better at your job. So there's a lot of foundational good stuff in there. I think you have to look a little bit deeper than the face value of what they're trying to do to get the most value out of it. So, you know, that that's just my two cents, what I wanted to throw on top of there. So really interesting uh, two points that we have here today. And as always, they're two uh, pretty different, which is always exciting. So Dan, what are your, what are your thoughts after hearing everything, um, are you are you looking at Africa potentially as another powerhouse? Do you think that is going to you know rock the world of business in the coming years? I think that with Africa, um, it's it's actually pretty. Um, uh, it's actually seems that they're picking up a lot of speed, and you know, although that you know th- there are still major obstacles that they need to overcome, I definitely think that there is a lot of investment opportunity. There's a lot of ways that we can get creative, so it's uh, a lot of excitement there for new investors, for people that are looking for ways to uh, improve, uh, you know, like to to basically go into a new market. And, you know, especially when that's kind of developing and to be a uh, early investor there, to be like, you know, a pioneer, so to speak, uh, there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think that that's what people really need to uh, to know about when, uh, you know, if, 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 for example, if you can't make it in a certain place, then, you know, you have to, you know, change and you have to try to see where you might be able to, um, you know, to make it where it's the least, uh, least competitive. And, uh, you know, with Africa, there's definitely a lot of opportunity there that's been untouched. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a strong point too. I think they have really a lot of untapped potential in the way of you know market and you know, ability to grow business coming in. I'm sure there'll be certain incentives. I think they have their own challenges. They're going to have to figure out. You brought up some of those earlier, but you know what? An interesting place. I like your points around you know United States uh, investment in that market and what that could potentially do for them, and really what it could do for us here at home. So. I think we should train up via Google certification a bunch of project managers, engineers, and UX people and send them to Africa to build businesses. Best of both. So there you go. We're combining. That's one way that we can uh, incorporate both of them together then. Dan, I have a question for you. What? Does it rain down in Africa? 
I blessed the rain <laughs> down in Africa. And this just this just became the worst music podcast in the history of podcasts. Um, so interesting, interesting stuff. I think personally, I'm still going to last week. I agreed with you. You know, last week, I agree with you. I gave you that one. I still think that in the short term, these certifications are going to totally rock the world of business. You're going to have people that are going to be able to pick up skill sets. They've lost their jobs. Jobs may not be coming back uh, at the same speed that they were before. Some jobs may not even come back. And this is a chance for them to develop a skill set. Um, again, in data, in project, in UX, three to six months, you're good. Uh, it's the equivalent of a college degree. If Google's going to look at it as the equivalent, I am sure other companies are going to do the same. So I think this well positions a lot of people to get back into it. And, you know, automation changes the economy, always gets rid of jobs. I think there's always room for new jobs to come in. And this is just the retooling and the training of the future. Google's got a leg up. So I, I, I could really see it rocking the world of business, if not this year, in the coming years. Just want to find out when it comes out. I have no details on that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to keep an eye out then and, uh, you know, maybe check some reviews of it and see how yeah. good it really is. Hey, it's all proof is all in the pudding. So we'll keep our eyes on. So, Dan, I'm going to take your vote as Africa. Sure. I guess I'll go with that one. Yeah, you bless the reins. So I'm going to say that my, <laughs> I'm going to say that my vote is the uh, Google scholarship for the Google certifications. And we'll add social media. Uh, if you all want to reach out to us and let us know what you think, uh, we're going to be posting some polls on Instagram, maybe even Twitter. Uh, take a vote. Let us know what is most interesting to you, uh, the emerging market that is uh, Africa and the investment there, or the local at-home certifications and uh, scholarships for retooling a workforce that, you know, has come on some some hard times, record unemployment. So uh, really interesting stuff all the way around. We always like to bring the most up-to-date and recent insights to you to see what's rocking the world of business, what you can expect, what you should be focusing on that may not necessarily always be in the mainstream news because I feel like recently it's been so so celebrity-focused so much stuff on celebrities and what they're doing during quarantine but it's a story for another day dan what are you doing to rock the weekend i think i might be playing a little bit of smash brothers ultimate and uh trying to get back onto my um my my streaming my streaming game and uh just interact a little bit with my little discord community that i got going on there back to discord yeah (laughs) nice how do you how you like so this one last week not just from our debate but from the users and from the listeners uh really liking discord what's your experience let's let's give a little plug what's your experience been with discord what do you like and what do you don't like and not to put you on a spot but just i'm really interested in your thoughts well what i don't like is uh it's actually kind of interesting i i feel like it it um it needs to somehow implement a little bit more video content or uh, in a way, like I think, like it just needs to find like a way, like how to get people like, to interact a little bit more with each other. I, I can't really pinpoint exactly what it is, uh, but I, I definitely know there is still some uh, some opportunity there for Discord to get better. I just can't really say what though right now. But what I like about it is that you basically can take control of your own community, and basically you feel like you're actually growing a community. You feel like you can actually interact with people and uh, really like get to know them and have fun all together. I, that's what I basically like about discord is just having that, um, you know, basically like 
everybody's like in one spot, sort of speak, and you can uh, talk to a bunch of people at once, uh, while also uh, having areas where you want to go and talk about like a certain thing, then you can just go there and do that. Yeah, I jumped into your Discord community and kind of made a couple comments, kind of listened in, engaged with it, and everybody's really nice. It's yeah, just, yeah. It's, everybody's just so nice. It actually kind of surprised me because the internet you just associate with being a bunch of jerks, but you know, people are sharing, uh, you know, their thoughts on games and their thoughts of what's going on and what they're doing in their lives, where they're going to school. You have a little channel for food I saw. Um, so yeah, it's, everybody's been really cool on there. Just, I'm noticing it with with some of the stuff I've seen on Twitch too, just going to different people's streams and, and seeing the comments. People people are pretty you know, you know chill on those platforms, which is funny. You go to YouTube and it's a bloodbath. But, oh yeah, oh, YouTube is uh pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, total bloodbath. But uh, not to get too off topic, I guess from from the original content. But uh, good stuff. That sounds like a sounds like a good time. What you're gonna be doing? For me, I don't have anything much exciting. I'm gonna be laying it back this weekend. Uh, I keep promoting it almost every week. If everybody listening, I know we got some Google certifications coming out. If you are interested in uh, learning to code in picking up a new skill. I think Treehouse is great. I'm going to be doing some of that this weekend, uh, the Python course specifically. Uh, Treehouse is awesome. Really take some time to dive in there and, and play around with it. Do the free trial, seven days. Uh, it's a great platform. I think it's the best for learning how to code. And if you're looking at a business or creative skill, I think LinkedIn Learning is also fantastic. Uh, give it a shot. If you have a LinkedIn Premium account, you should already have access to it. So definitely dive in there. Lots of really good course content. The other thing I'm excited for, and I am not a fan of primetime TV at all. Um, I like my stuff R-rated. I like my stuff no holds barred. And primetime TV tends to censor. But I do love one show, and that's Lucifer. And Lucifer is now on Netflix, which is excellent because it's no holds barred. And they just released the trailer for season five. So I'm really excited about that. Hopefully that comes out sooner rather than later. But uh, that's all I have. Dan, any final thoughts before we close out this episode? This was a good one. This is a short one. Saturday, chill. Listen to it while you're out and about. Dan, final comments. What do you got? I best reach out. No. no. <laughs> We're not doing that. We are not messing with that. Karaoke night here. No. On, on the biz podcast. No. All right. No, no care. If you go to karaoke with Dan, just expect like nonstop Slipknot the entire time. That's all it ever is. Oh my god! And that's we just lost. We had international <laughs> listeners that we just lost more of. You already ruined Germany for us three episodes ago. Oh, did they drop off? Yeah, they did drop off. Actually, <laughs> I guess I insulted them. <laughs> we got England though. England started while listening. Oh, okay, cool. I have. I was going to make a comment, but I bit my tongue. Yeah, thank goodness you you bite that tongue. Uh, but hey man, congratulations. You've won the past two weeks. Let's see if you win this week. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, short one, a Saturday special. Again, listen to us while you are out at the beach, out in the garden, taking a walk. And if you like it, share it. The only way we grow is by everybody listening to share with a friend, put it on the Facebook, retweet it, you name it. Uh, we love doing this with you guys. New episode next Friday. Looking forward to it. As always, we will rock next time.